Today's topic is going to be on how to build your first 10-year career plan. And I'm excited today um, because I am, um, as I say, my name is Andrea Huffman. I am an ambassador for Power to Fly. So this is my first um, session, Chat and Learn. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm also excited about the topic as well. Today's speaker, her name is Rosalind Gobit. Go bow. <laughs> Thank you. Go bow. Go bow. All righty. Let's see. Let's see here. And uh, let's see if I can get my. Oh, there we go. I just wanted to. Okay, we're going to start off by some going over some housekeeping rules. Um, for the participants, turn your camera on and come off mute. When you will show up on, a, actually this recording is live. And um, everybody, once you come into the session, you are mute. You can unmute yourself if you have a question. Um, if you would like to um, email me a question, um, through, you can do that through the chat. Um, privately, and um, we will, I will bring that question up um, during the discussion so we can um, answer that question for you. Um, also, um, this is also being screened on Power to Fly's um, YouTube channel and also at powertofly.com. And now I'm going to give you the background on our speaker today, and it's Rosalind Gube. Good bow. Good bow. <laughs> yeah. Good bow. I'm going to just say Rosalind. Okay. Rosalind. <laughs> she's a account executive with Power to Fly. Her focus is enabling the up mobility of women by helping companies to create more of a diverse, included, and equitable organization. She's previously worked with Dell and was a founding member of Canada's Black Network Alliance, which leading the recruitment and community outreach pillars. And I also read, I did my own little background on Rosalind. She's very passionate about women and children in STEM uh, related fields. And that is very, very wonderful. And she lives in Canada. And she is, um, if you can't catch her making delicious desserts, you can, um, she is home watching Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going to ask Roz to see if she want to add anything else about her background experience for us today. Uh, I don't have anything else to add to the bio. Um, thank you very much. I, um, I guess I, I could preface this all with saying that, that, that I am really, really excited to be able to share the things that I've done in my career um, in order to achieve success early on. And I'm really excited for any questions that you all have. Great, great, great. Okay, the questions that we're gonna talk about today in the session are questions from the participants. Um, they were questions when you registered for the session, uh, we asked, did you have any questions for Rosalind? Um, so we can talk about doing this session. So the, the questions that she is going to address today are the questions that are sent in by the participants, by you all. So let's get started. All right, the first question. What are the main points to consider when building a 10-year career plan and when is the best time to get started? Yeah, thank you. 
So I think that the best time to get started is right now, um, as soon as possible. I think that it's really, really important to start figuring out what you want to do. And this way you'll be able to figure out how you'll be able to achieve it. The first step would be identifying where you want to be in your career. Um, I started doing this when I was about 19, right after finishing school. And so for me, it was that I wanted to be able to use my IT degree. I wanted to work at an IT company and I wanted to be in sales. And above all, I really wanted to be successful. So um, that is how I, I started planning. Um, and then because of the fact that I was new to, to corporations, I really made sure to ask the people around me, what can I do and how will I be able to achieve it? So it, it's really important to speak to your manager, speak to people within your network, uh, speak to your friends and your family and get their advice. If you have aspirations to uh, um, achieve greatness, then I, I think that it's really great to leverage your network in order to do that. Um, so figure out what your goals are, create a timeline for, for when you'd like to achieve them and um, figure out the steps that will be required in order to do that. Okay, great, great. How do you plan a career when you are not sure about what you want to do in the future? That's a very good question. Definitely. And it, there's so much uncertainty in the world. I, I can definitely, I, I think that a lot of times we don't know what we want to do yet. And having to start planning your career early can seem a bit daunting, I think, because of that. But the easiest way to get started, I would say, is to start doing like some self-assessment, right? You can look at the job that you have right now or the jobs that you've had in the past and consider what do I like about this job? What do I not like about it? And then you can also look at what are my strengths? What do I, what does my manager or, or my team find value in that I do? Um, and what could I stand to improve in order to be better at that job? Um, another thing that you can do is once you've been able to uh, self-assess where, you, where you're at, you can then look into things that you can do to uh, further develop those skills um, and to really use them all the time. So for instance, if I was uh, like a greeter at Walmart, I might really enjoy seeing people smiling, uh, getting to interact with them a little bit, um, but I might not enjoy standing on my feet all day. And so it, it may mean that now I should look to a career where I'll be able to communicate with people a lot more um, and make small talk and enjoy that time, but maybe from a desk. Great, great. You know, you mentioned um, self-assessment. I think that's great. I think uh, we all, that's, we need to start with ourselves. And um, when we, when I run across young adults that don't know exactly what they want to do. So self-assess themselves is the first key to that and, and maybe follow something they want to do with their passion. What would you say if someone um, don't know what they want to do right now, but they want to just kind of follow their passion. Is that a good a good thing to continue on that that path to follow their passion or to jump to do something totally different? Yeah, I, I think that it's really important to follow your passions. I uh, and those do change over time, and I, I think that that's totally valid. 
Um, I think that one of the questions um, that I saw before was, was about changing your careers. And so we'll probably talk about that a little bit more. But in, in terms of following your passion, there's, there's so many ways that, that you can do the things that you like that you may not already be aware of. Um, and so once you're doing something that you're passionate about, you'll be able to find ways to do it, um, to create a fulfilling career, and you'll also be really happy. And that's super important. Great, great, great. All right. What is the difference between a five-year career plan versus a 10-year career plan? Yes. So for the first five years, I think that you'll be really um, laying the foundation for the rest of your career. So in the first five years, you're really focused on your short-term goals. Um, whereas in the 10-year career plan, you'll, or in your 10 years, you'll start, sorry, in your 10-year career plan, you will be able to start figuring out how you'll be moving up the ladder. You'll be investing in yourself a lot more to further develop the skills that you've, that you've already started working on within the first five years to then start um, being eligible for whatever role it is that you want to be in on your 10th year. Um, within that time, you'll also be developing your network a lot more. This way you'll have more people to um, speak to, to lean on, to provide advice to, uh, and to work with in the future. And you'll also be able to um, start figuring out the, the perhaps more education that you should be working on, um, certifications, um, other ways that you'll be really ensuring that you'll be competitive when the time comes for you to um, actually achieve your 10-year your career goal. Okay, great, great. Yeah. Oh, I think- How do you- Sorry, I was just reading the chat. Madeline said something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how do you stay motivated um, for the, the 10 years? How do you stay motivated with yeah. your career plan? Hey, I think that there, there's a few different ways to stay motivated. The first one would be uh, relishing in the uh, everything that you've already achieved. You should really focus on the things that you've done because even if it's just hitting your, your daily goal, or your weekly goal, or maybe it's it's starting to apply for, for new roles that will be um, where you want to be. The fact is that you've done that, and that is amazing. So you should definitely reward yourself for everything that you've done. Um, another thing to do, I, again, I typically do the self-assessments about once or so a year, and that allow, gives me time to reflect on the things that I've done, but also to reevaluate. Maybe my timeline for the next two years has actually sped up because I was able to do a little bit more this year. Or maybe there is a new path to achieving my, my fifth year goal that I'll be able to explore instead. Um, and so I like to say, if you stay positive, then you'll always be motivated to do it, right? So once you're, you're excited about what's happening and you can see a way to make it happen, then it's easier to stay motivated. Now with that, um, which is, that's a very good question. Um, would you recommend getting other people involved like a spouse or a girlfriend or boyfriend um, to help that motivation? Would you recommend that? Yeah, for sure. When, when you're talking to people about, about your goals, 
then it becomes a lot easier, I think, to achieve them, especially when they are positive people that want to encourage you and want to see you do well uh, because they hold you accountable, right? Yes, yes, yes. And sometimes we need that little extra boost. Okay. Always good to have someone to talk to when you're feeling down or maybe you you haven't been able to switch everything you wanted to last year because it was 2020. So (laughs) that happens. But when you have someone by your side to, to continue pushing you, that's always great. Or if you can find it within yourself, even better. Yes, definitely, definitely. Let's see. Uh, what is going on here with my computer? There we Computers go. Computers and technology. <laughs> technology. Okay. How can you stay on track when life when life gets in the way? Like caregiving, health concerns, divorce, um, different things coming in 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 your way. How do you stay on track? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, I. Again, I I think that it's really important to take note of everything that you've already done. Um, And when things do change, then it's just another time to reevaluate everything. You shouldn't rush into a new decision or or a new career path. Um, You shouldn't rush into it at all. You should always like take the time, make like book a couple hours for yourself to review what's happening what your goals are. Maybe now you've moved to an area where you're, you're able to, to go to a new school. Maybe you're, um, maybe you, you've, you've had health issues and you've had to take a step back. Maybe this is a time for you to just take, um, take inventory on what's happening with you mentally and uh, try to reset your mindset. This way you'll be able to achieve everything later on. But Take care of yourself first, primarily. I think that's the most important thing. If you're mentally healthy and physically healthy, you'll have a much easier time thinking about the things such as your career. Um, And I I think that's the most important thing. Then beyond all of that, you should definitely always try to stay positive, stay motivated and um, try to push through. You know, now, you know, we are going through this pandemic and, um, and a lot of people are quarantined or was quarantined, maybe still is quarantining. And um, when you're home, it gives you time to reflect, reflect on a lot of things um, um, that that may get in your way or or things that you want to do. Um, what what you um, like if you home reflecting and you decide, oh, the, the path I'm on now is, is I want to do a different path. Uh, what what would you say to those people right now? Cause they might be feeling some type of way as for Like you said, we just mentioned mental health part of it. What would you say to those people that just, it might be just something comes in your mind, but then you'd be like, oh no, I'm gonna stick with what I'm doing now. <laughs> so what yeah. do you say about that? I, I totally get that. I, I think that if, if you're in a situation like that, again, take your time, look at all of the, the pros and the cons figure out if maybe right now the way that your career is going isn't where you want it to go. So take the time to figure out where do I want to be next year? And from there, what I want to be in, in three years, in five years. And when you're considering like a new career, 
figure out, like reach out to the people that are possibly already in the role that you want, do research on it and figure out if that's something that you really want to do. I think you should probably take some time with it just to make sure that you're going to be really comfortable with, with the situation at the end of the day. But once you think that you'll be happy in it and you can see yourself being successful and, and, and doing what you want to do, then totally do it. Great, great, great. Um, I think I saw that Maya had a question in the chat. Okay, let's see. Okay. Okay, it says for those who are 100% sure what sector of workforce they belong in, what are some steps to get closer to figure, figuring it out? This is the response to your statement. Take time before rushing into it. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got two questions in the chat then. <laughs> so I'll, I'll answer um, Charzelle's Char first. I hope I said that right. Please let me know if I didn't. Um, if you're not 100% sure what industry or what sector you want to you want to be in, then maybe it's easier to figure out what role you want to have and what what you want the impact of what you're doing to be. So if you would like, I don't know, if you're passionate about the environment, but you want to be in sales and not actually, um, I don't know, planting trees or, or something, then you're able to still figure out that you want to be environmental or, or an environmentalist or help the environment. And so you can work in a company that's going to do that. Perhaps it, it, it ends up being nothing to do about nature at all, but it ends up being that, that you end up doing something um, with sustainable um, waste or, or, or something like that. Uh, it goes back again to figuring out the things that are important to you and then deciding from there. Because as long as you're able to do something that you're passionate about, that you enjoy and that you appreciate, then it'll be a lot easier to figure out what industry and everything else from there. Okay, great. The next question is from Mara. Just before, just before we do it, does that answer your question, Sarge? Does that answer your question, Charzel? Okay, perfect. Um, great. And then I think that we can ask Maya's question. Okay, it says, how do you factor in personal goals such as having kids, getting married, etc., with your personal career? And then the second part of that is I kind of feel like I have to choose between those things in my career. Great question. Yeah, that, that is a, a very big hurdle, I, I think, in terms of having to choose between two things um, that women often face. And I do feel like society is getting better in that people understand that women can focus on their careers if they want, or they can focus on having kids if they want, or they can do both. Um, it's, I, I think that as long as you are able to factor everything in, then at least it can give you a blueprint as to what you want to do and, and when you want to do it. So um, I'm, I'm in my early 20s. I got married like two years ago. And went, while getting married, I figured out that in the next, I don't know, you, you can figure out for yourself in the next X amount of years, you would like to have children and you'd want to take off four months, a year, however long, um, and factor all of that into your timeline. So maybe in the next promotion that you're getting may not be within three years. It might end up being in five years. But as long as you're able to factor all of those things in, then you'll be able to do that. I, 
I think that it's really important that you have really good communication with your partner as well. This way you'll be able to decide those things together. Um, and perhaps you, you, you still wanna have kids, but you don't want to, to slow down in your career at all. You can totally do that as well. You can decide for yourself um, and, and do it and take it from there. Okay, great. Awesome, thank okay. you, Maya. Oh, I don't know why this thing. Why is my uh, oh, what's going on? Let's see here. No worries. <laughs> it won't. Um, it won't. Yeah. It won't make screen. Oh gracious. <laughs> no worries. Um, I think that. Sorry, I have it open here as well. Um, yeah. I think that the next question is within 10 years, when is a good time to update or change your plan? I think that's okay, the next question. Right. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, within the 10 years, um, I, as I said, I do reevaluations every year. Um, and so within, even though I have a, an idea of where I want to be in 10 years, I know that things can change where I wanted to be in 10 years, three years ago is, is different than where I wanted to be today. But the steps that I was taking in order to achieve those, those goals for my 10 years enabled me to achieve them faster, but, and also to find a new career. Um, and, and, and so again, constantly reevaluating the things that you're doing, what's making you happy and what, what your strengths and weaknesses now are allow you to pivot whenever you'd like to and um, enable you to achieve whatever those goals may be. Okay. Um, I know you had talked previously about um, getting married and how that can affect a 10 year goal. I know one of the questions were, um, what is, um, how can you plan a 10 year goal when you have a spouse? that constantly travels. <laughs> and of course you have, the family has to travel with the spouse in some cases. So how can you uh, create a goal like that when the, your spouse is frequently traveling? Yeah, um, I think then it, it's really important again to have that, that open communication. Perhaps you then be able to do a remote role and, and work at a company that would be fine with you working in whatever part of the country or whatever part of the world. This way, you'll still be able to achieve your career goals uh, as an individual, but you won't have to live without your spouse. Personally, I, um, I was in a similar situation a couple of years ago with my, my husband traveling in, in Europe and I was in Canada. And uh, for me, what, what I chose to, to not go um, and that was a personal decision. It, it wasn't an easy one, of course, um, but I chose to stay in Canada and continue pursuing my career. Um, for, for everyone, it's totally different. Maybe you decide then to put yours on hold. Maybe you decide to, to work remotely, um, but it's, it's, it's a decision for you to make based on, on what you want to achieve. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have another, <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. Oh, I, I, I just saw Kelly's comment. Um, and I was just trying to read it. <laughs> read it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to read it. I was going to read it too. Okay, go ahead. 
Okay, it says I stayed in I stayed in school through pregnancy and delivered while working a full time job here at um, I think it's TI. What helped me was learning how to mentally check out of work when not working and focus on school when in school and focus only on your family when at home. Also implement a schedule and stick to it. That's good. That, that's very good. And you do, you have to take yourself in and out of that, those stages <laughs> to, 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 to complete some type of goal or some type of mission in your life. Yeah, for sure. That That is really inspiring. I do not know how you did that, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you did it at all, but good for you. <laughs> wow. Um, but I, and I, I do think that, that what you're saying also really goes back to, to being really mindful about what's happening, where you are at a certain time of the day and focusing on the things that are important to you at that point in time. And so if that is work while you're working or if it's your family while you're at home, and, and that's really amazing and super important. I think that also taking time off in order to do that can be really good. Like we just got back from the, the winter holidays and by the second week, I was, I was actually fully out of work. I was able to just relax and enjoy my time at home. And that kind of allows you to be really refreshed for whenever you are going back or whenever you are making a change. Okay, great, great, great. Um, and last, one of the last questions as well is- um, Oh, sorry, just before you go. <laughs> sorry, just let me go to the next one. Um, Patricia was just clarifying. Um, it, it was moving every few years. Um, and so within that, you- I would say that that staying at, at, a, at a particular company for a couple of years is totally fine. And so if you wanted to change your, your, your role in your company to, to work, like if you were working in an office or in a place where you have to be in like a particular city or province or, or state, then you can totally do that. And then as the person is moving or your partner is moving every few years, you can get a new job in whatever location that is. Or you can stay remotely and, and, and work at one company for as long as you want. Great, great, great. Because that is a concern. Um, so we make sacrifices for our partners. You know, we do definitely make sacrifices for our partners. And, and um, a lot of people do it more often than others think. They definitely yeah. do that. Okay, let's see the next question we have here. Um, any tips on how you can find a mentor? I think that mentors are so important. I, I had probably four different ones last year and they were absolutely amazing. I had mentors um, and the way that I chose my mentors was for every stage in my career plan. So I chose one for the, the goal that I had for the next three years, another one for the goal that I had for the next five years and then another one for the goal that I had for the next 10 years. Um, and so that really helped me in understanding the things that I would need to do in order to achieve my career goals for each of those years. Um, they're, they're really great at giving you advice for helping you once you've done your, your self-evaluations for walking you through it and to help you with figuring out the, the things that you should work on and how you can work on it. Like you won't know everything that you need for your next job until you probably meet with that manager or until you meet with someone that's already done it. 
So it, it is really important that you have those mentors that can actually guide you through it. And those people can also end up being the people that will be in the room when they're deciding who's going to get this job. Um, and then in terms of finding them, the way that I have done it has been through asking. There, um, my, my last one, uh, Yolanda Williams, she's a, a regional sales director at, at Dell. And uh, I met with her once during a Black Networking Alliance meeting and I was totally impressed with her. So I just emailed her after the meeting and, and I asked if we could have a one-on-one. -on -one. It, it, it's really that simple. Sometimes, a lot of the times people are willing to provide you with advice as long as you're willing to ask. You just gotta put your 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 foot out there, or, or your I don't know <laughs> your your hand or your body or your, yourself. Put yourself out there. Let them know what you want to achieve and and ask. Okay, and this is we our last question. Um, this is um, says here. Hi, Roz, Rosalind. I was wondering if you have any advice um, towards handling options pair. Um, um, paralysis. There are so many different ways to go about achieving your goals. Sometimes it can be overwhelming. Yes, that is definitely true. <laughs> I can I can totally empathize. Uh, I think that when you have a lot of options, it, it then comes for you to decide what would bring you the greatest results, but also the greatest joy. So you can take the time to look at each of the options. Again, sorry, I like charts, I like planning. So you can look at each of the options, figure out the pros and cons of each, and then you can make an informed decision from there. You can also talk with the people that are mentoring you, speak with um, your partner and the people in your life to also review that as well. A lot of the times we may think something is great for us, but then the people that know us best well are able to um, shed light on things that, that we hadn't even thought of or factored into our decisions. So you can take it from there. Okay, great. Does great. that answer your question? Great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> great. Great. Good. <laughs> great, great, great. All righty. It says here, she did, she said, great advice. Really appreciate it. What will bring you greatest results, but also greatest joy? That's great. That's great. That is great. So thank you, Rosalind. Um, and thank you to all our participants today in this um, office hour session. Um, it's been great, great information, great, great um, speaker, great um, encouragement. It has been great. And I really enjoyed it. Um, you have any closing words you want to say, Rosalind? before we um, end the call. Thank you so much for hosting this. This was amazing. I am really happy. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Uh, I loved all of your questions. I am here. If you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, it's Rosalind Bo. Um, I, I, I can't wait to do this again. <laughs> great, great, great. And if um, you want to know anything about any upcoming um, office hours or any chat and learns, um, go to powertofly.com. And it's a list of um, great advice, great chats, um, great information, and um, that can help you, that, that really can help and motivate. So thank you, everyone, again, and everyone have a blessed afternoon. Aware of you at, blessed morning, blessed afternoon. Have a great day. <laughs> and thank you again, Rosalind. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay.